When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. You find me in eastern part of Trithick, which is dominated by the sprawling browns of Twin Keep, where I have a residence, which I which I got after finishing the discovering the secrets of Stone Pack Hill, which is another adventure you may want to hear. And now. The once a military headquarters for the Tizian Army, it is currently currently the we- currently the residence of Dane Borand and his most loyal supporters. So I've got my residence in Trend Keep, but more curiously, there was a dilapidated building with a silver door. Well, whew, a silver door. I'm going to have a look inside there. You're surprised to find the silver door sharply ajar, and just as you're about to rap loudly on it, a gruff voice rings out from an in- inside, startling you. No need to knock, shouts the harsh voice from the other side of the door. You got business here, welcome to Conomir. If you don't have business here, don't be wasting our time. Enter the small, dilapidated building. You push open the silver door and step into a small, cluttered interior that weeps weeks of stale pipe smoke. Your intention is drawn, drawn to a line of grisly trophies affixed to the far wall. The mounted heads of more than two dozen trolls, ogres and goblins stare back at you as you close the door behind yourself. Your gaze gradually descends and comes to rest upon a, on a group of three grey-haired men seated around a wobbly table playing cards. You suddenly realise that the surface of the table is covered with the grey hide of a dust dragon. And there's a link to dust dragons. Dust dragons. Although by no means common, the dust dragon is perhaps the most prevalent of Swift's dwindling dragon population. These majestic creatures usually inhabit remote woodland areas and have been known to employ the surfaces of forest trolls or ogres to do their bidding. It is more often than not a partnership forced out of fear on part of the dragon's hirelings. Dust dragons are so named because of their dark grey scales that make them difficult to spot in the dark. The reclusive forest reptiles are oak-tempered and detest most other beings. They usually only emerge from their hidden lairs at night, 
when they fly above their domain, seeking out prey or inspecting the lay of the land. Like most of their kin, dust dragons possess a powerful breath of fire they will not hesitate to use if needed. Perhaps the, mo- the only living fear creature a dust dragon the old dust dragon, and most other dragons for that matter, fear, is a full-grown griffin. One of the largest and most powerful dust dragons in recent memory was a particularly wicked beast known as Kranzel. Despite his formidable power, the ancient dust dragon reportedly met his end at the hands of Hanley Jack. Another infamous dust dragon, known as Nebrin, was responsible for the raising of Grenvor over 400 years ago. I'm going to link to the raising of Grenvor, because now seems as good a time as any. The walled city of Grenvor, located in the foothills of the Fedrin Range, was utterly destroyed by the great dust dragon Nebrin nearly 400 years ago. The destruction of Grenvor remains one of the saddest days in the history of Tysa, and indeed the entire North Broadlands. The city, the city of, the city was never rebuilt, and the dragon Nebrim was not seen again following the raising of Grenvor. Okay, that, that, now, now go back, go back. Welcome and good day to you, says a stout man with a wiry grey beard and a missing front tooth. I am Pridwim, and what you are standing in is none other than the last remaining refuge of the once and forever glorious silver crest, Montehalsers of the first and last order, defenders of a dying breed, breed of reckless adventure seekers, slayers of the four great goblin kings. Eradicators of trolls, ogres, dragons, and many other beasts who saw fit to poke a clawed toe or finger into the world of man, who, who I'm proud to say, long since been rendered incapable of forgetting their trespass. Bradford pauses to allow himself a desperate breath and throws up his hands. The man on my right is Driscar. My left is the head of our outfit. The illustrious Windrill. Both men smile and nod. You note that all three of these men wear grimy crimson tabards that hang over the well-worn cloak of well-worn coats of leather armour. The, sil- the silver feather of a tackerback has been fastened to the front of each tabard. So, pray tell, continues with them, what can the three of us do for you? Before you can answer the question, Pridham launches into a rather long-winded account of the history, deeds and accomplishments of the of the Silver Crest. A visual perspective giant. You learn the head of this outfit of log of Monsters Windrill, the man with the long grey moustache seated next to Pridham, was once once a knight and member of the illustrious Council of Thorns. What is that? The Council of the Thorns is perhaps the oldest and most famous of the three knightly, three knightly orders of the city of Sebastian in Wiesel. The two beliefs that govern this knightly order are justice and truth. Upon leaving the Order of Knights, 
for reasons Pridron does not immediately make clear to you, Pridron travelled to Trithic where he achieved a good deal of fame by single-handedly running a nasty group of goblins. Goblins out of the forest that surround the city. Prithlin tells you, soon after this, he and Eskar met up, up with Rindor while saving a small western Tushin beings from the wrath of a particularly nasty Tagabak. You, you learn that following this encounter, the three... The three... The three monster slayers decided to join forces and call themselves the Silver Crest after the silver-feathered Takabak. We're a fourth member at one time, says Tabakin, but as you can plainly see, there is no longer a fourth amongst us. And let, let that be all that is said of that. Over the course of many years since they first met, Prison tells you, they had worked together, they had had countless adventures together, as they worked to rid the world of the creatures of darkness, wherever and whenever the surfaces of the Silver Quest were called upon. Windle, who, who Prethen introduces as the leader of the Silver Quest, adjusts himself in his chair and places his cards face down on the table. The former knight strokes his grey moustache thoughtfully and gazes at you thoughtfully. Now, what can the Silver Quest do for my... I said, into your social self and seek to join the Silver Quest, of course. And a comfortable minute-long silence follows your introduction and request, during which time Giant Windle thoughtfully strokes his ungroomed moustache and shares at you. I don't know that we're seeking any new blood to boister our ranks, says Windle, folding his hands across his laps, though his voice is far less gruff than that of Windham. Tell me, Zoop, what makes you think you're up, up for the bidders of hunting down the beasts of darkness with three old badgers like us? I can use the diplomacy skill, give an account of my experience, or just demonstrate my combat prowess. I'm going to do the third thing. The three members of a quest agree to allow you to demonstrate your combat prowess to me, sending you the middle of a for a while of a cramped womb, you begin a somewhat flamboyant display of your skill. Window nods approvingly upon completion of your demonstration and leans over and whispers something to Prithium. Prithium nods and smiles. Soup appears to be quite skilled, says Window, smiling at us. Perhaps we might think this all over a bit further, though, Oscar. Have you any insights? You might be fit on to try and fall books farm. Your father knows we've been putting off this old man for long enough now. Windle nods and turns to you. So, Soup, he says. A grin spreading across his face. How about laying to rest a few trolls? Please continue. Windle, head of the monster hunting outfit known as the Silver Crest, explains explains the details of of your first mission to you. You learn that a farmer... Farmer north of the city has sought the quest's help in determining the reason behind the disappearance of several of his livestock. Windle tells you that the farmer, Newick, fell back and has lost several cows and nearly a dozen sheep over the last couple of weeks. It is all the markings of forest trolls, says Windle, expression on his face is nearly sh- clearly showing disdain for the savage creatures. 
I'll give you, I'll give you the task of going to Fubbock's Harm and putting an end to the menace, whatever it turns out to be. Seed on this mission, and we shall be delighted to invite you into our ranks. You acknowledge the terms window was set forth, and accept the mission. You decide to set out and investigate the situation at Fumpix Farm immediately. Windle, Pidren and Miskatar all wish you luck as you step out of the building onto the street. Remember, Soap, says Windle actually, it's not wise to show the creatures of darkness any quarter, for you cannot expect to receive such courtesy in return. His words resonate in your mind to make your way out of the city. Along a series of roads leading north into the countryside. The journey to the farm takes less than an hour. Upon your arrival, you are met by Num, knew it full back himself. He seems initially suspicious of you, but the moment you tell him you're on behalf of the Silver Quest, he lets down his guard and welcomes you warmly. The elderly farmer tells you he's been losing livestock every night for several weeks. Never trace of them either, he says, shaking his head. Can't stand to lose any many more, mind you. Haven't got, got gold enough to replace them. He takes you to the edge of his pasture, where what remains of his livestock are grazing. You note several cows and a small flock of sheep inside a waist-high fence that surrounds the, fi- surrounds the field. Near it points to the forest that lies just beyond the, f- the fence on three sides of the pasture. Whatever it is, has to be coming out of there. And in the dead of night, I wager, there's still strange things walking about under those trees, even in this age. Could be just about anything, I suppose. Father Fallback thanks you, then moves off to attend to some of his many daily chores, leaving you on your own. I can explore the pasture, explore the woods that surround the field, or just hide in the field and wait for nightfall. I'm going to explore the woods that surround the field. You spend over an hour scouring the woods that surround the farm before back field. And about to abandon what has been a fruitless search. When you happen upon a gruesome discovery. In the middle of a small grassy clearing. You come across a large round hole. Around which are scattered the skeletal remains of several cows and sheep. A foul odour rises out of the dark hole. You are fairly certain you have stumbled upon the lair of a fern worm. These nasty insects are notorious for snatching and devouring livestock. Not to mention on where we travel as what is a fern worm? These gigantic worm-like insects burrow deep underground, often creating extensive maze-like lairs that serve to snare them on where we play. Play. Their body is milky white, which and, and they have an enormously bulbous head, on the side of which sit large, black, orb-like eyes. They have a relatively small mouth, which sits just behind a set of massive and powerful pincers. Moves about at a rapid rate, patrolled by eight fleshy, flipper-like growths, and extend from both sides of its body. It also uses these growths for digging its tunnels. The third worms have been known to reach lengths of over 10 feet long and can weigh as much as 400 pounds. They are aggressive and will attack anything that enters one of their tunnels. Go back.
these dusty, yep, oh, a sudden snapping of twigs and a rustling in, in, the, in the undergrowth startles you, and a quick glance in the direction of the sound confirms your suspicions, less than ten feet from where you stand. A large fern worm rears up from the forest floor, its powerful pincers open as it prepares to lunge at you. If you have a bow, you may use it now. I do, and I will. You rapidly notch an arrow and take aim at the thunworm. Difficult. Still check versus archery. Difficulty. Standard difficulty. No bonus. Bonus or penalty. Your skill level. Your level of mastery is 58 expert. You need to pick a number less than or equal to 95. Pick now. Your archery check has succeeded. You picked 1. Your arrow flies straight and true, precisely striking your target. Your arrow pierces the third worm's eye and the creature emits a hideous gasp. Its massive form collapses to the forest floor, where it weaves about for several seconds before becoming skill. You watch as the body of the fallen to for several minutes to make certain it's dead, before moving over to examine the large hole in the ground. You approach the hole with great caution, fearing that perhaps another of the foul insects is hiding within. You reach the edge of the hole and peer down into the tunnel beneath. About three feet down the tunnel, that takes an abrupt lateral turn, there lying amongst there lying amongst the dirt and debris on the floor, you can barely make out the soft glint of a small glittering object. You're not certain, but you think you might be able to reach whatever it is. Just a small with just a little effort. Attempt to reach into the hole and retrieve the object. Of course. You manage to lower yourself far enough into the thornworm's hole to gasp the shiny object with your outstretched hand. It's often so you've pulled yourself out of the hole that you unclench your fist and view the glistening item that you retrieved. It's a cloudy blue gem cell. View. This small blue gemstone is alive with colourful clouds that's thrown about beneath its hard exterior. Now that is a very... Very important item. It's, I think it's, it's one of the three gems that you need, amongst other things, to unlock, to, re to restore a legendary weapon. After studying the gem for a, for a few moments, you decide it's time to make your way back to the farm. Report on the success of your mission. Farmer Philbacht is thrilled when you return with news of your victory over the beast that's been devouring his livestock. A third worm, he says aghast. Who'd have thought it? Makes one wonder about wandering around alone in these parts. Anyway, I knew the quest would come through on this, once they got themselves round to it. Tell them I'll be in, in, into town with some prize mutton shanks for them in a week or so. You bid knew it fall back farewell, make your way back to the city. Alright, I'm gonna go back to the Silver Crest. Which will 
Pid Lam and Istra all look up from their card game as you stride into the room. Upon hearing of your mission's success, they leap to their feet and rush forward to congratulate you. A throne worm! Can you imagine it? There's a wide aim proof room as you give them an account of your mission. Just like the old days that gaze again, said Isra's guy as he pats. Pats you on your shoulder. The quest to the rescue! Nicely done. Very nicely done, smiles Wendell. Wanted to welcome you to the Silver Quest, Zoop. 32 experience to general. Itrascar produces a dusty, winkled crimson tabard. Tosses at you. There you are now. You want one of us now, so you might as well dress the part. Don, try it on. Okay, crimson tabard. It's armor tabard. Encumbrance 4. Quality common. The crimson tabard was given to you by the other members of the Silver Crest when you joined their ranks. The silver feather of a tackerback has been fastened onto it. Now, even though it has n- doesn't do anything statistically, I'm going to equip this. Yeah, now, now I feel, I feel better now wearing that. All right, continue. Your three fellow Silver Crest members congratulate you. Congratulate you many times on the success of your first mission. Griffin and Nitristar tell you about some of the many adventures they've had over the years, including particularly a humorous incident involving 12 goblins and a runaway wagon loaded with pumpkins. Eventually, Windwall pulls you aside, away from the others, and speaks with a hushed voice. Nice work, Soup, he says. I think you may be just what this outfit needs to get back on its feet, in a manner of speaking. I fear the day is fast approaching where our services will be sought again in earnest. We must be ready to answer that call. Even though our locks be greyed and our blades feel a bit heavier than they once did. Withdraw removes a sizeable level pouch from beneath his tabard and hands it to you. You are shocked to discover it contains a large amount of gold. 119 gold tokens, to be precise. You're worth every coin in that bag bag for the life you breathe back into this place. Now don't tarry here on our account. Off with you. But check back with us as often as you can. There'll be more work at hand soon. Good sense of these, these things, you know. You bid your fellow members of the Silver Quest farewell. Step out into the street. Now we're going to... Oh, well, more work. Oh, right. Head to the Silver Crest headquarters again. You receive a warm greeting from your fellow members of the Silver Crest upon entering the building. Windle is busy poring over an old text. While Pritham and Iswastor are hard at work mending several old suits of leather armour. That's the guy we've been looking for, smiles Windle. Something's come up that I believe you'll be well suited to handle for us. If you have a few minutes, I can go over the details with you. And I do, and I do. Windle explains that a Tekaback has been terrorising a small village in Western Tissa for several weeks now. According to the reports he's received from that area, at least two villagers are missing. It's widely suspected that the fearsome Tekaback has carried them off to its mountain lair. Okay, now it is time to read about what a tackerback is. 
since apparently I'm going to be fighting them. Tucker back. These man-sized or larger silver-feathered predatory birds live on the live on rocky ledges amidst the peak of the thundering range. They've been known to attack and even carry off travellers to their lairs, where they are promptly devoured. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. You're not likely to meet a more foul-tempered, unpredictable creature in the world, says Windle. Why, I remember the time that Prithian was also almost carried off by a tackerback. Lucky, there was a farmer at hand who happened to be a good stop with a string. Our illustrious leader has a rather colourful memory, says Prithian, who appears to have taken a sunny interest in the conversation. And that carding went being carried off, as it were, more like... In any event, continues Winfield, taking over death zone. Our services have been sought, and I am without reservation as to your ability to render them. I up to, I, I up to the business of a large, nasty bird. Undertake the mission now. Splendid, says Whittle, slapping you on the shoulder. I sent word to the village of Windle yesterday, telling them that you'll be arriving shortly. It's west of it, in case you didn't know. Not far, either, I might add. When you arrive, look for a man named Yuri. He knows our business. He knows of our business. You spend the next little while speaking with your fellow members of the Silver Quest and gleaming from them, from them various insights on dealing with tackerbacks. We don't call ourselves the Silver Quest for nothing, says Brithan, proudly stroking the silver feather fastened to the front of his crimson tabard. It's to remind us that we there are things in this world more crafty and less compassionate than man. Keep your wits about you, that there, Zoop. And show that bird no quarter. He still shrugs his shoulders and smirks. I don't think Zoop has anything to worry about. It's just one talk back. It's little more than an afternoon's chore. You thank Prithaminiskatar for the information and set out and set about getting some west before your journey to Winddom. I am fully healed, and then I, bam, I go. The journey to Windle proves longer than Windle led you to believe, though it still takes less than a day to reach the remote village. Upon arriving in Windle, you are met by Yuri, a young man dressed in an oversized tunic, with a short sword hanging from his belt. Yuri greets you by name and tells you he's relieved that you are here. He seems he seems he seems distressed and tells you. Just this morning, the Takabank returned and attacked and carried off two far farmers north of the village. I'm the head of our militia, he says, proudly slapping his hands and his swords. But I crept to deal with the beast of this sort. Until the Takabank started making appearances in these parts, I doubted the birds even existed. There's no longer room for doubt. Here he tells you that the Takabank was last sighted late this morning, flight over the field south of the village. It's, a, it's, it's as good a place to start as any, I wager. Good luck, Soup. It's a comfort to know, know that a member of the Silver Quest is here to set things right. Without further ado, you'll make your way to the fields south of the village. You arrive at the edge of a series of fields, or vast fields that border the village of Vindor on the south. The, 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 the fields are surrounded on all sides by forest. And, and as far as you can tell, they are completely empty. 
Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to the distant figure of a man on the far, on the far side of a field near the forest's edge. Seems to be cutting down some of the tall grass with a scythe. Casting a wary eye sideward, you begin making your way across the field towards the man. You know, halfway across the field, when your silence is shattered by a horrid squeak. You look up and see a horror discover the tackerback swooping out of the sky towards you, its lengthy talons outstretched as it prepares to strike. I can use fortification, illusion, elementalism, or I can dive to the ground and attempt to dodge its attack, or make a one for the cover of the forest. I'm going to use elementalism. Ooh, the use of elementalism has failed. The Takabate's talons tear into your flesh and you find, most your horror, you are now firmly in clutches of the great bird. I lost ten stamina points. Flapping its powerful wings, the Takabate begins to wise into the air. Realise it must act immediately if you have any chance of survival at all. The bird's talons grip you tightly, preventing you from moving your arms and your legs. And so with little other choice, you bear your teeth and set into the predator's scaly foot. It takes three good bites. The Takabaka finally emits a painful shriek and releases its grip on you as you tear open a bloody gash on the bird's foot with your teeth. You fall almost 20 feet into the tall grass of the field. And despite having the wind knocked from your lungs, you are otherwise unharmed. With a taste of the tapabake's blood on your tongue, you painfully rise to your feet, only to notice the bird has landed in the tall glass grass nearby. The large bird begins stalking towards you, intent on not losing losing its intended prey a second time. The tapabake closes on you, its sharp eyes watching your every move. You now you now face combat with a powerful predator. That is both swift and fearless. You must fight this battle to the death. You valiantly fight the Takabak. Alright, and I fight. The Takabite snaps at you with its sharp beak. And it snaps again. And uh, oh, the Takabite tears at you with its long talons. And it announces its sharp beak. I have slain this foe. 18 experience points. The dying bird flashes about on the ground for several moments before becoming skill. The vicious predator that has terrorised the village of Windle is no more. You take the time to remove four of the Takabat silver feathers from its neck before you return to Wenhill Wenhill, and report your success to Yuri. Yuri is overjoyed by the news of your success and thanks you again for your services. I'll gather some men and remove the carcass of the beast, he says. Now perhaps life can hear to get back to what it should be. Thank you again, Zoop, and long live the Silver Crest. You say goodbye to Yuri before embarking on a return journey to Trevik. 64 Peter General. Your, f- your three fellow members of the Silver Crest... I was delighted when you return and announced the success of your mission. You present each member with one of the silver feathers you plucked from the dead bird. 
keep the remaining feather for yourself. Would you imagine? Would you imagine that? Says Tabak as you describe your encounter with the Tabak. Just like a Tabak, too. Nasty things. Riddles, who seems particularly thrilled with the feather you've given you, and you are a pouch full of gold, explains it's half the payment you receive from the village of Winwell. I gave the other half back, he says. The coffers of a place like Winwell aren't fl- overflow with gold by any means. Half of what they send is ample for us to intercede on behalf of such matters. And I give that half to you. After all, you've earned it. You thank Windle and collect your gold. Fifty-one gold tokens. Don't go spend it all in one spot now, said Windle. And check back here as often as you can, Zoop. I have a feeling there's more coming our way soon. You bid your fe- your fellow members a farewell and leave. All right, is there something coming up? Receive a warm greeting from your fellow members to Silver Quest upon entering the building. Window is busy poring over an old text while Pridgen and Askar hard at work mending several suit, old suits of their armour. It's good to see you, Zoop. I should have a task well suited to your talents quite soon. You spend nearly an hour conversing with your three cohorts before deciding it's time to leave. You bid them farewell and leave, leave the building. Alright, I'm going to west. And I'm going to save. And that is enough of that. And we stop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.